Hey everybody, Pastor Andrew Mook here and we are back at the Daily Sanctuary Daily or Daily Sanctuary, we still have not decided. Um, We took last week off, which was Holy Week, and then a couple days this week just to give our team a bit of a rest, so we missed you. Um, But we are kicking things off today, Wednesday, with a really special three-part series through Psalm 46 with my good friend, maybe your good friend, Greg Johnson. Uh, What a gift to our community, a leader at Sanctuary Church, uh, a leader at InterVarsity Christian Fellowship. He helps put together the Revival Podcast amongst all sorts of other uh, creative endeavors. He is such just a gift to me, and I know a gift to many of you. And so he's going to lead us through three-part series through Psalm 46, which is a timely word. Uh, These podcasts are slightly longer than our normal daily. I just want to encourage you to stay with them. So much gold and insight and perspective. Really excited uh, for you to be able to hear this. So this will happen Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then starting next Monday, I'll be back uh, with the daily. So here is Greg. Hey friends, uh, this morning I want to talk with us about how we respond spiritually to this moment that we're in, this coronavirus pandemic moment. This is really, a, um, in many ways, the most disruptive event in the world in my lifetime, at very least, and probably much longer. It's uh, impacting almost every sphere of human society. And so I want to talk uh, a little bit out of Psalm 46 for the next couple podcasts to look at Psalm 46 as uh, a guide for us of how we can respond to this moment spiritually. Um, Psalms are our words to God. Now they're in the scripture, which is God's word to us, but Psalms are actually a unique book in scripture in that they're both God's word to us, but also our word back to God. Psalms are actually given to us by God to shape our own prayers. When I was uh, younger, uh, taking piano lessons, sometimes when there was a hard passage in a piece that I was playing, my, my teacher, Mrs. Presley, would ask me to put my hands on top of her hands as she played the passage in the piece. And, um, it was a way for me to feel what it felt like to play the right notes. And in so many ways, that's what the Psalms are doing. God is saying to us here, you don't know how to respond spiritually in this moment of cataclysm. Let me show you this prayer. Put your hands on my hands and pray this. And so over the next couple of days, I want to share three ways that this Psalm teaches us to pray, how to respond spiritually in a moment of cataclysmic disruption. And I believe as we let God's word to us become our words back to him, as we let the ideas and thoughts and emotions of this psalm guide and shape our spiritual response to this moment of disruption, it's going to transform us into the kinds of people God can use in this crisis. And it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Selah. Over the next couple of days, I'm going to share three, um, three ways that this psalm teaches us to respond to God and to respond to a moment of cataclysmic disruption. 
But today I'm just going to talk about the first. And really the first thing that God wants us to remember in this season that the psalm teaches us is that God is our refuge and our strength. The scripture says God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. And you know, there's so many things we can be tempted to take refuge in, to look to for security, for stability in our lives, right? There's so many things that we look to, whether it's our job or it's our 401k account or whether it's um, the normal patterns and rhythms of our lives, our schedules, um, we can put our trust, we can depend on all these different things. But this, this psalmist reminds us that God is our refuge and strength. God is a very present help in trouble. And I think it's really interesting that he says a very present help in trouble. You know, we might think that God is uh, our refuge and our strength when everything is actually A-OK, but the psalmist points out that it's especially in trouble that God is our true refuge and strength. You know, one of the things that a disruptive cataclysmic crisis reveals is what we're actually trusting in. It's easy to think we have been trusting in God when everything's hunky-dory, when it's A-OK, But when everything falls apart, it's obvious what we've actually been trusting in. Uh, The scripture says, Though the mountains be moved in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. You know, mountains for the ancient uh, Hebrew mindset were were, uh, symbols of strength and stability. Mountains. They they constantly referred to Mount Zion as a... That, that those who trust in the Lord are as Mount Zion. Mountains were this place of stability that you could stand on. And of course, the sea was an image of chaos. It was an image of, of the chaos that was at the beginning of creation that God brought into order. But the sea was viewed as utter chaos. And so this image of mountains falling into the heart of the sea is what happens to us in a crisis. All these things we've been standing on all these things we've been trusting in, whether we knew it or not, in a, in, a, in a season of where everything was okay, whether that's the stock market, our normal patterns, our ability to control the shape of our lives, our ability to send our kids to school, right? Our job, all these things seem steady. But in this moment, for so many of us, it feels like they're crumbling into the heart of the sea. It's an incredibly unstable experience to see the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. There are not a lot of good things that are coming out of this virus. But one of the gifts, and it's a, it's a severe mercy, a crisis like this reveals to us what we're actually trusting in. And it can bring about a kind of holy disillusionment. The disillusionment, think of that word, we're robbed of our illusions. We thought we were in control of our lives. In reality, we never were. We thought we were trusting God, but we realized, oh, maybe I was actually trusting in my bank balance or my job. 
we put our trust in all kinds of things. And the gift of a crisis is that it shows us that. And it also shows us that so many of the things we've trusted in weren't actually our true strength or our true refuge. Right? And we actually have an opportunity to trust God. We have an opportunity in this moment to trust God. God is our refuge and our strength. You know, uh, Andrew, Pastor Andrew shared about a climbing story. So I want to share. When I was in college, I took a climbing class. Um, And we had a rock wall, you know, kind of a climbing wall. And obviously, if you've ever climbed, you know, you attach a rope and there's somebody belaying you down the wall. And there's this harness that actually can support all your weight. But the first time you've ever climbed, uh, it's incredibly counterintuitive to lean back and trust that rope. The rope actually is there the whole time and it can support your weight. And it's actually the thing that truly keeps you safe. But when you're on that wall, you kind of, and you don't know what it's like to lean back and trust the rope. It's, it's, it feels like your safety is coming from holding on to the wall itself. And so I remember the first time I was climbing and I got stuck halfway up the wall. I'm probably 25 feet up and I'm holding on, but eventually uh, gripping onto that wall for dear life. Eventually my muscles started to atrophy or uh, they started to, to fatigue and get tired. And literally my legs were shaking, but I couldn't let go of that wall because that felt like it was my security because I hadn't learned that what it felt like to actually just let go and trust the rope. And I believe that this moment for us, for so many of us, whether you're uh, a Jesus follower and have been your whole life, or whether you've never trusted in God before, never had a relationship with God, that this moment is actually an opportunity for us. It's like we're up on the wall and we've, we've made it so far with our own strength holding on to the holds, but we've come to a place where we actually realize we are not in control. We don't have the strength to get that next handhold. We can't get to the top. And so we're just stuck on this wall and we realize that we're helpless. And the beautiful thing is that there actually is a rope attached to us. Now, many of us have never actually leaned back, but God is there. He's waiting to hold us. But what we have to do is we have to let go. We have to let go of the other things we've been trusting in, whether that's our bank balance, whether that's our creature comforts, whether that's our pattern, normal patterns of activity, whether that's our ability to be in control of our own lives. And the amazing thing when you let go of the, of the wall is that you, you just relax into that rope and, you re- and your muscles just take a break and you realize that you are actually safe the whole time. Because God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And sometimes we need the trouble to realize that our true refuge and strength has always been God. He's the rope extended from heaven. We were praying the other day about the coronavirus and uh, with a bunch of people. Somebody had an image that we believe was from God of a hand reaching down from heaven for us to grab hold of in this time. 
that God is our refuge and strength. And when we are put our trust in God, when we allow ourselves to lean back and put the weight of our souls onto that rope, then an amazing thing happens. Verse two says, therefore, we will not fear though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though everything feels like it's crumbling. If we're holding on to God, our weight is not on those other things. And so the amazing gift of this moment is that it shows us what we're putting our weight on and it enables us to let go and to trust God. And then this word after verse three comes, Selah. And this is an amazing word. It's not actually, we don't have a translation for it, but it's actually, we think it's an instruction these psalms were sung and the word Salah meant we were supposed to pause. The, 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 the people were supposed to pause for a moment and reflect on what had just been said, to let it sink in. I actually believe that this is a Selah moment for the world. We've been running at an incredible pace. And this is a moment where we are invited to stop and to ask ourselves, what are we trusting in? What are you trusting in? I think the invitation for us is to make God our refuge and strength. Only God is an ever-present help in trouble. And so for some of you out there, um, you're like, how do I do that? Well, if you've never tried praying, I want to encourage you to try. Try it this week. Pray to God. I remember the first time I, before I became a Christian, tried to pray. And it felt like the weirdest feeling ever, like I was talking to the ceiling. But God answered those prayers. Ask God for help. Ask God for what you need. If you feel like you're at the end of, of your rope, don't just try to muscle through it. Stop, Selah, and ask God for help. Admit that there are things in the, in your, the world and in your life that are out of, out of control. Ask God to do something. This is an invitation for all of us to pray for God to move in our lives, for God to help us detach from those other things we've been trusting in and to trust in Him, to pray for our world. And in this season, instead of running to other things to get us through, whether that's your your Netflix account or your chocolate bin or your, or your, the liquor cabinet or uh, whether that's media or researching all the news or day trading on trying to make, take advantage of the volatility of the stock market. Instead of running to those other things, run to God and make room for God in your lives. So the first way we're invited to respond to this season of cataclysmic disruption is to remember that God is our refuge and our strength. He's an ever-present help in trouble. And when we remember that, we will not fear. An incredible peace will overcome us. Even though everything seems to be unstable or crashing down, we are connected to that hand coming down from heaven, that rope attached to us. All our weight is on that. And we will not fear. Lord, I pray for everyone listening that in this season, 
we would learn what it means to shift our weight, the weight of our souls from all those other things that we've been attached to, connected to, trusting in, and to shift the weight of that to you. Help us to pray. Turn us frequently, turn our attention to you, and thank you that you're here with us, and you never leave us or forsake us. And we pray all this in Jesus' name.